This is HPR episode 2725 entitled, The Illumos Shutdown Command Explained. It is posted by Klaatu and is about 14 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is a short podcast about the Illumos Shutdown Command. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi everyone, this is Hacker Public Radio. My name's Klaatu. This is an episode about the shutdown command on an open Indiana system. This is a response episode to a show by JWP, which overviewed the Linux shutdown command. But technically speaking, it's actually a response show to a comment made to this episode by Claudio M. So Claudio M made a comment on JWP's episode saying that on BSD, the shutdown dash p command to, to to signal a power down command an auto power down command is dash capital p claudio sort of offhandedly mentioned that he wasn't really sure what the equivalent was on an alumos based system and it occurred to me that i happen to run an alumos based system on the spare drive of my my laptop and so i could probably answer that question and i thought it might actually be a good topic for a for a show because it's it's a completely different shutdown command than either Linux or BSD. It's kind of interesting to to look at different commands on different Unix systems, I think. Open Indiana is the heir apparent to Open Solaris, which was the open source version of Solaris. I happened to run it because I had a little bit of experience with Solaris at a previous job or two, and I kind of felt like Solaris was a cool little Unix system. So when they, when they went open source, I, I leapt at the chance to run it at home. And I, I boot into it every now and again, not, not all the time, primarily because my Wi-Fi card on the laptop, it, it does, it does work, but it, it seems to run fairly slow and kind of f- falls out of, it kind of turns itself off every now and again under Solaris. So not really sure what the problem there is, and I haven't really dedicated any time to solving that problem, but it does, it keeps me from booting into Open Indiana on a regular basis. But it's fun if I know that I'm just going to be doing a bunch of text hacking or, or, or just local programming on something. It's kind of fun to, um, uh, local programming with like something like Python or, or Lua, where it's properly abstracted from what I'm actually programming on. Um, then, then I'll, I'll boot into Open Indiana. So the shutdown command is the original, or I don't, I don't know the original. I haven't looked at the, like the code base and tracked it back, but I mean, it, it is the Sun Microsystems version of sh- shutdown. It is CDDL licensed. So I'm not sure what the future of this command is. And, and I say that because the Open Indiana project and the Illumos project as a whole has, has, historically as I, as I've tracked it to the degree that I have which you know isn't I don't look in on it every day by any means it's just 
I kind of check in every now and again. And it seems like one of their, one of the things that they do is they replace CDDL licensed software with either GNU or BSD or MIT or some other open source license because CDDL, I guess, has a bunch of sort of weird caveats in it that, that make people maybe not, not necessarily love to use it. So that, that's kind of been one of their MOs over the past, past couple of years. So I'm not sure if they intend to replace the shutdown command or not. But here's what we've got. So the shutdown command on open, uh, on open Indiana is a pretty simple command. It has three options. One is the dash Y for yes, because when you shut down on open Indiana, it prompts you whether you actually want to go through with this. And, and interestingly, it prompts you a couple of seconds after you've told it to shut down. So it's, it, it's a little bit strange. So if you tell it to shut down and then walk away, your computer will not shut down. If you tell it to shut down with a dash Y, then it will, because when it prompts you sort of halfway through the shutdown countdown, whether you actually want to do this or not, then, then it'll automatically answer yes. By default, that delay is the delay from the command being issued and the time that the computer starts to actually do what shutdown told it to do is 60 seconds. You can change that delay. And, and so 60 seconds from start to, to power down or, or I'm sorry, to shut down. Um, and then I, I'm guessing about halfway through it, it prompts you for, for continuation. I haven't actually timed the, the, the prompt. It just feels like halfway through. So you can change the 60 second default with the option dash G. I don't remember what that stands for. There, there are no long forms there. It's just the short form. So dash G and that, changes the offset from 60 seconds to whatever you want it to be, 30 seconds, 15 seconds, zero seconds, whatever. And then, so that's dash Y and then dash G. And then the, the, the one that you really need to know about is dash I, which tells the shutdown command which init state to switch to. And that's a really important one because without issuing that, then I don't know. I, I've never actually tried without that, but I, I don't know what it would default to. So there are a couple of different init states, and to get that in Open Indiana, the, the best way I have found is to just type in man init, and init tells you the, the different states. The, the two, the two main states that it, that it knows about is S for single user, or any one of zero through six. Run levels zero, five, and six are reserved states for shutting the system down. Run systems 2, 3, and 4 are available as multi-user operating systems. So if we just kind of look through these states in man init, 0 goes to firmware. Uh, what that means in practice is that it, it, it shuts down your operating system and your computer is left in a state of being powered on but not really functional. And I guess maybe if I was running this on a Spark system or something, with open firmware, maybe I would have immediate access to, to open firmware. I'm not really sure. But to, to me, run level zero has always looked like, well, really the same as five. It just kind of, it stops the computer and it is safe for you to switch, m manually power it down. And as JWP noted in his episode, it used to be that that was a shutdown, that that's what shutdown looked like. It, it just meant that, okay, the operating system is going to stop sending stuff to disk. And so you, once you receive the notice that yes, it's okay to power down, then you, you were meant to physically go to the, the power switch, 
whether it's on your computer or on the wall or on a circuit breaker or whatever, and power it down. So that's that's init zero. And I guess it's through ACPI, I think is what JWP said, that we can actually control the hardware switches with software. So that's it's a nice feature. So um, init system one puts the system into sysadmin mode, which is um, all the local file systems are mounted. Only a small set of essential kernel processes are left running. It's meant for administrative tasks to be able to you know, update the system and things like that. Probably a lot more useful, really, on on a, a truly multi-system, uh, multi-user system. Um, I, I don't, I wouldn't ever use system or init system init level one. I don't think on you know on my laptop. Then there's init system or init mode, uh, whatever we're calling it, as init state two, which puts the system into multi-user mode. So that's just it's everything's mounted, all the file systems are mounted, all the normal demons are are spawned. It's it's normal sort of multi-user thing. Uh, init 3 extends multi-user mode by making local resources available over the network. Init 4 is available to be defined as an alternative multi-user environment config configuration. So I, I believe, I imagine that would be sort of, uh, you know, if you were configuring the system yourself, you might declare init four is the one with the GUI and maybe init system init three maybe wouldn't spawn a GUI, something like that. It's flexible. Init five, of course, is one of the reserved for shutdown. So if you tell it to go into init mode five, then it it again it appears to shut or it, it shuts down the operating system and allows you to manually uh, pull a plug somewhere or flip a switch. And then finally there's init 6, which is essentially a reboot. So it, it, I guess on a technical level, what it actually does is it does a shutdown operation and then it reboots to whatever is defined in your slash Etsy slash init tab file. And then as I said, there's S as well. It's capital S or lowercase s, it doesn't care which. And that puts it into a single user mode, which of course leaves file systems that are required from multi-user uh, operations unmounted, but it, it leaves the essential stuff mounted for for just a single user in admin mode, which w- probably everyone's more or less familiar with that. That's a pretty typical, a pretty common uh, init mode for for like re- you know, system rescue and things like that. So that's that. Those are the different init systems. So or the init uh, modes that you can go into in its states. I keep saying modes. I mean state in its state. Um, so those are the states that you can go into. Shutdown is the command that lets you gracefully access those. So it's kind of the safeguard between you and just some kind of sudden tell init command, like just going into a different init state. So shutdown dash Y, if you don't want to be prompted for further, you know, for sort of your protection, dash G to control how long it takes to shut down and then dash I to tell it which state to go into. Now, so to, for instance, to reboot, you could do shutdown dash Y dash I six, and that would send a reboot signal to your computer. Now on Open Indiana, it just so happens that they ha- also have the very convenient power off command. And I don't know where this thing came from. I, I only discovered it kind of recently myself, to be honest. But it seems to be the the man page is 
dated 2013, and it's it's really really useful. Apparently, it is a a, a, a sim link or a you know maybe it's a maybe it's another version of the halt command. But the nice thing about power off is that it it sends the shutdown signal and then the power off signal, so your computer actually it, it shuts down safely and then it actually does power down, so you don't have to manually turn the computer off. So what I'm saying is, on a day-to-day basis, I don't actually use the shutdown command on Open on Open Indiana at all, not directly anyway. I just send a power off command and it, it powers down. Um, actually, I, I feel and I feel like it's faster than the the shutdown command. I could be could may, be maybe making that up because maybe I just have always I, maybe I don't define my custom shutdown length, you know. So I just so I'm comparing power off to the 60 second default of shutdown, but power off just feels nice and fast and clean. It's a simple command, very easy to execute. Both of those commands require root access. And on open Indiana, I guess the, the traditional kind of default way of getting into a root shell is the PF exec command. So PF exec bash, and then enter your password and then you're at root, and then you can do power off or shutdown or whatever. You can also use the SU command. No, you can't, sorry. The uh, sudo commands, S-U-D-O. And then, uh, again, just sudo bash and type in your password, and assuming that you've got sudo configured, which OpenIndiana has uh, for the at least the initial user because it's enabled on my system and I never set it up directly. And that's pretty much everything I can think about to, to say about the shutdown command on OpenIndiana. I don't know exactly how similar that is to to something that you would find, you know, on a an Oracle Solaris system, but it, it is um, at least ostensibly exactly what you would have found on Sun Solaris before Oracle purchased it. Um, from what I can tell of the Oracle documentation, it is the same on Oracle as well. So as far as I know, these systems are all using the same version of shutdown. And so they should all function this way. That said, I've never actually had the opportunity to shut down Solaris, the, the actual Solaris. When I was using them at my old jobs, that was definitely not something that I would have ever wanted to do. But on the laptop, it works fine, and that's how you use them. Thanks, JWP and Claudio, for a very uh, intriguing conversation and episode, and I hope everyone has enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.